Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Are you ready for a bedtime story then? Uh, is it this one that we've just watched? Because I think I think I'll uh, stay up all night. I must say, I I, I felt myself in the arms of Morpheus whilst yes. watching it. I can't believe this comes from the pen of Mark Gattis. I know. Um, you can sort of see. I've I've got. A, I suppose with this one, I I need to uh, sort of applaud the intent because you can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to do like. They're trying to get kids and viewers to look at something very, very ordinary. You've mentioned this before with the, the clockwork people. Something very ordinary and try and give it that twist so that kids go, oh, you know, you see a statue, you go, oh, is it, is it one of the blink things? Yeah. Uh, is it a weeping angel? And it, they've tried to do it with this, but I'm sorry, you know, sleepy dust in your eye. Creating carnivorous creatures. Yeah, it's not terrifying. <laughs> It doesn't um, make any bloody sense either. No, it would have been better if they'd have had poo monster or something. You know, <laughs> at least give kids a fright that way. But yeah, it, the trouble is, I think it it possibly could have worked. But this is again, we've had a string of these. Whether we've just been unlucky, this feels like, oh shit, the money's run out. Mm. It's, it's it plays with every everything you expect from Doctor. It, it tries to subvert expectations and it just fails on every level this is the ryan johnson of uh of uh duck two episodes yeah and as i say mark gattis is yeah, a decent writer do, yeah. and, and he's and he comes up with original stuff but to have a bloody found footage story yeah. it's like oh ho-hum i i think because because it's a it's a format that doc two's never done possibly for a good reason and i think found format a found footage format can work, but not like this. Um, it just it it doesn't help. Again, we've we've had a slew of these as well, where a lot of the cast don't seem to be able to act. Oh, that is my next point. It doesn't help at all that this rescue crew that are going off yeah. after Reese somewhere around Neptune are terrible. Yeah. They are just terrible. You don't care for them. I, I was watching this and I was thinking. You watch Tomb of the Cybermen, and you've got that group who are, are flung yeah. together, you know, dealing with, you know, the troubles. You know, you're interested in them, some of them you like, and yeah. it holds your attention. These yeah. just got on my tits. Yeah, and this... Because <coughs> you've got uh, Reese Shearsmith, who is, is a really good actor. Yeah, you and know, he's good really when he's talking like to camera. Yeah, he's great in the bits he's, he's just in on his own. Um and then you've got the rest of them. So I'm in the the one that got me was this supposedly, and I don't know what what their sort of what thoughts they were trying to put in the audience in mind. But they say this this um, this race of genetically bred soldiers, and they choose a sort of a dumpy Brit 
who can't act. He's this, this is four seven four, isn't it? Yeah, this isn't a killer soldier. This isn't a Terminator. Um, you know, he reminded me of. I he's like know. the British version of Mungo from uh, Blazing Saddles. Yes, but at least Mungo had uh, some personality. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. It's. Uh, I, know, I I really did like as well because they're pushing. They're pushing the the things they're saying that you can read two ways in it. I like it at the beginning when he says, "You can never unsee this." Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm. I wish I could. <laughs> it is breaking um, the fourth wall many a time. This story, yeah. isn't it? Did you did you see it the first time around? Do you remember no, any of this? No, I never watched. No, I, I don't I know anything about this. Not one second do I remember. So I'm pretty. I sure wonder I never why saw I missed it. it though. I wonder why. I didn't asleep. remember any of it. I, do you know what? That could be the case. Um, I, like I say, I fought a couple of times fighting sleep. Considering the whole point of this story is that you're meant to be terrified to go to sleep, you want to sleep no more, and yet it puts you to sleep. It is so boring. Yeah. So boring. Um, and as I say, it, it, I don't know what Mark's up to. I mean, you know, they they go aboard, they're looking for old Reese, aren't they, this rescue yeah. team, and they hear, then they see the Doctor and Clara, and we have this little exchange, and it's the sort of thing we'll say on a podcast about never put space in front of anything to make it science yeah. fiction-y, but that's not in a dramatic sense from the Doctor, is it? This no, is too this, knowing, this is Mark yeah. Gattis, obviously referencing Terry Nation to have space in front yeah. of everything. This is, um, like I say, it's too on the nose, this. Yeah. This is dialogue you expect in Buffy where you can get away with it, but suddenly to have the Doctor breaking the, you know, breaking fourth wall stuff and knowing winks to the audience, it just comes across as very crass. Um, and you're right, it, normally Mark Gattis is very complimentary about Classic Who, and this is almost a dig at it, isn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, the, the, the next thing is a dig that uh, the, the boss of the rescue team thinks that they might be space pirates. Yeah, that's a little yeah. dig and all, isn't it? Yeah, that's something something else that uh, that caused us to sleep a lot. Um, normally, I say don't reference better stories, and I'm not sure when this one is that true. That might be at least this one's shorter. Um, it well, you me say, dis- yeah, go on. No, I was going to say, you, you say reference other stories. Did you see that, you know, um, that bollocks? I mean, I don't know if Mark is, is, has a gun put to his head or a checkbook put to his face and says, you, likely, yeah, yeah. you must include these things. But this whole bollocks of sucking your finger, testing the air, you know, it's oh, the 38th that. century. Yeah. That's rubbish. Mark, you're better than that. The use of the sonic sun- sunglasses, Mark, you're better than that. You could have found a different way. Um, but it's... Did you see when he says it's the 38th century, sometime after the Great Catastrophe, what Mark has actually said that is? No, what was the catastrophe? Uh, Frontios. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that wasn't clear. No. To me. Um, again, I, I would, yeah, I'd rather watch Frontios. This is... This whole thing, this whole beginning sequence, because this is, this is basically Mark's in Aliens. Yes. Hasn't he? Oh, he's, blimey. He's yeah. Perhaps <laughs> that morning when he was writing it, that morning, he had a quick game of Doom. And it's it, like, a, it's a cross between Doom and Alien. It looks more like yeah. Doom's Doom than Aliens, because they haven't yeah. got the money to match Aliens, no, have they? But you've got this, this group of people, and they try to give them little personality traits, you know, like like aliens 
and it just doesn't work. It just comes across as so crass. It's like as soon as as soon as the one guy is like, I've got a chip on my shoulder against uh, uh, grunts, the the android, you know, the the specially mm. bred people. And I put in my notes, um, he'll get saved by that, and and yeah. they'll, you know, he'll have a growing. It's so by the numbers writing, which again is not usually Gattis. He normally has a bit of a twist, you know. Uh, yeah, he pulls uh, something yeah. out that you're not expecting. But this was yeah. so by the books and oh, cliched. This this felt to me like um, fan fiction. Yeah. This is you know all all the knowing, you know. And to be fair, I've written fan fiction like this where you put in knowing jokes, <laughs> because it's not being broadcast on primetime BBC. No. You're you're it's it's you're doing it for a select group of readers that you know will get the joke and they'll go ah oh, I get the joke. Yeah, this is. Um, very, very poorly done, and I, I do worry that. Wh- who's the casting director? Because they need to be sacked. Yeah. Why are these people getting jobs? Is there some sort of quota system where you've got to take on people fresh out of drama school? Yeah. You telling me they had auditions, and this lot were the best that were there? Christ, what were the other people like? Was this thing there was that there was a line in it about you know the the Earth repopulated with the Japanese, Indians something? Yeah, did I you think catch they, that? No, I didn't quite catch what they were saying, but I got the feeling they were trying to aim at a Blade Runner-ish uh, style future. But instead of uh, Chinese, they went with uh, Indian and Asian. Yeah. Um, it did, yeah, it's like, mm, the, yeah, I don't see the world point of that. And, like you say, it'd be like um, in Tomb of the Cybermen. We don't need to know what's happening back on Earth, really. I mean, they mention the Brotherhood of Logicians now, but you don't have people explaining, you know, this isn't world building, this is world telling, isn't it? It's just, just saying what the world's like. And it's not, yeah. as I say, Mark, you're better than this. Yeah, yeah, Mark, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely better than this. This is, I, I hope this was like an off day, or you were, you, you did it as a favour to someone or something like that. You know what I mean? I don't. Perhaps Doctor Who and Mark Gatiss shouldn't mix. He should just stay a fan. Yeah, I think so. Well, I, do you know what? That's very, very profound because I think that's true of pretty much the entire team running Doctor Who when mm. it comes back. They should have stayed fans. You shouldn't hire fans to do stuff. No, because you'll just you get know. fan stuff. Yep, exactly that. Yeah. You hire professional people to do it, not fans. Yeah. Uh, and this is, again, yeah, the fi- the finger-sucking, the references, uh, it's just terrible. But yeah. I suppose we better get back to the story. Yeah, so the uh, this space station, the, the, they've lost signal with it, a bit like uh, aliens. Uh, they've sent a rescue team, a bit like aliens, um, the rescue team don't know what's going on. They're looking for Reese Shearsmith. Uh, they bump into the Doctor. And then they're, they're going around, like we said, Doom or Aliens. You've got the corridor scenes, the point of view. And because it's found footage, everything's point of view. Um, and there's one slightly clever bit later on when the point of view stuff comes into the plot, which I thought, okay, that sort of strikes yeah. me as Mark Gattis. Um, but then they bump into these creatures. They hear some noises, and they bump into these creatures, which are our, sadly, our uh, adversary this week, which is the the Sandmen. Um, 
And these rescue guys that are all, they're there to rescue people. They're fully armed. They're trained. This, uh, this grunt is meant to be the world's best fighting machine, especially bread. They see the monsters and they all go, run away. Yeah. Why don't you, shoot them? You said our adversaries yeah. were the Sandmen, and you see these yeah. big blobby things, and you uh, and I'm looking at it, I'm going, all right, they're big blobby things, we'll find the Sandmen soon. I didn't no, realise that this I, is yeah. it. This is yeah, our this adversary. Um, and they look terrible. They're, they've got these weird, supposed, because they're, me they're meant to be made out of sleepy dust, aren't they? That's yeah. a lot of sleepy dust, really. Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that shortly. Um that, and they find these um, um, chiropods, don't they? Yes. Yeah, so, so the one guy, Del Prado or whatever his name was, runs off alone, and it, the rest lock themselves in this room. And there's all these medical pods, um, and uh, the doctor recognise sort of recognises them as medical pods, and, that, and they say these are sleep pods. And again, this is pure 2000 AD, and it the judges used to use these. Yes. Yeah. sleep capsules and the idea is that it's meant to condense eight hours of sleep into like eight minutes yes yeah it's exactly a, yeah. A, a, again mark you're ripping off something um, <coughs> mark, mark knows 2000 ad he knows exactly, just read yeah. he's read this he knows this he's ripping it off yeah yeah and it's so it's so heavy-handed the whole morpheus thing it clara even yeah. goes oh morpheus oh the god dot 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 yeah, and, it's like, and then we get the world's worst bit of direction because we're looking directly at clara Vikings i know again and then it, it cuts to someone else and you hear whoop and then it cuts back to looking where clara is and she's inside the pod you sort if, of see yeah. her move just as the yeah. camera moves away you see and it's like what yeah. was that if you can't this is the equivalent of of not showing poor bella getting out of his uh, coffin in the original 31 dracula cut away if you can't show it don't make reference to it Mm. Because it was obviously it was like well, we can't we can't afford to animate any tendrils coming out and so we'll just do it off camera. Yeah, and it, it's really stupid. Um, and then oh, I, I, the the grunt is just up, it's doing my tits in at this point. The actor is just awful. They all are awful yeah. and also awful. You've got yeah you've got these sleep pods, Morpheus pods that play Mr. Sandman. It's the 38th yes. century, yeah. and they're still referencing that song. Yeah, that's still the best reference we've got for Sleepy Sleepy Time. Yeah. So nothing, no other songs made it big or anything in all that time. No. It's amazing how in New Who, all of the future gets all their, all their um, references and social norms from the time that the show is being produced, isn't it? Amazing, that isn't it? I mean, yeah. what, are the, what are the chances? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, the, the end box. That's where Reese is, yeah. who decides to come yes, out. He comes out. Well, it, and it's. I don't know what's going on it because because we've seen that these pods open up like proper pods, and his one, he just the little hatch opens and he puts his head out and it yeah. looks so comical. Um, <laughs> he looks like a Punch and Judy man poking over the top. Yeah, it, it looks weird. And then the, the leader of these uh, people, this rescue squad, she starts speaking and it's only at that point she's spoken before. I thought, is she meant to be Geordie? And she's... Well, yeah. It's awful. Well, yeah, this is the thing. There's this reference that, oh, yeah, Earth has come back and we have the Japanese-Asian conglomerate, yeah. you know, running things. But 
They are, they're all Brummies. Yeah, yeah, they've all they've all got pure British accents. Um, at least in again, and I don't like to belabor this point. Uh, at least in Two Minutes Cybermen, they attempted uh, a mix of accents. Yeah, some more successful some than more others. Some more successful than others. But yeah, at least they made the attempt. Yeah, the, and I, I, I was sort of because uh, you know Anne's a Geordie, and it was like I said, "Is that Geordie?" And she went, "No." It's like, do you think it's meant to be Geordie? I think it's meant to be, but it ain't. I mean, you've hired an actress who presumably isn't Geordie. <coughs> and if she is, wow, what's gone wrong? But she presumably isn't. Why then say the character's Geordie? Because it makes no impoint on the script. No. At what point did someone go, oh, she can't do the accent? Yeah, just utterly awful. Utterly awful. Um... It's just, yeah. Yeah. Next up, we get Clara's point of view. So we know something's yes, up. She's yeah. been in this machine for a, what, 20 seconds? 20 seconds, yeah. And comes out, and now we're seeing I, her point of view. Yeah, I do like as well. She It opens up. They open up her pod, and she's all got all these electrodes attached. And the doctor's like, what happened? And she goes, they they reached out and grabbed me. They were alive. Well, they're not now, are they? Mm. So cheaply done. But, yeah, she, the doctor now works out that... Um, we're seeing things from her point of view. And I think this this is the only sort of really clever thing I think is in the show, which sums it up. They, at least Gattis is playing with the found footage point of view stuff. Yeah. Uh, and winds it into the plot. But the Doctor is so uh, up his own ass when he works this out. I, I don't know what it is. I, I love Peter Capaldi as uh, in the thick of it. But I just can't warm to his doctor. We've said this so many yeah. times, haven't we? And we've got another instance now. I don't understand this. He he reckons, yeah, the Sandmen, these huge, you know, nine foot tall, roaring yeah. creatures, um, um, are made out of the little specks of dust you get in the yeah. corner of your eye when you get up in the morning. Yes. How many people were on this station, and for how long? Well, they. They make some sort of reference that, 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 yeah, that these people were, the the crew were used to make these, which again is is very very similar to, you know, when they found the, the jelly in quite a mass experiment in the ship, and it was the 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 two the two astronauts, and I got that, but I was thinking, is it, is it like the pods have meant to have broken these bodies down, or does it just make you produce more? Because yeah, I mean. You know, you and me, we're, get, we're getting on a bit. We do produce probably a lot of uh, of shit from our eyes and our yeah. mouths. Um, and other places. And other places. Like my cat, she she gets... Um, you, get, you, yeah. you, you extrude your cat from another place on your body? Well, she's on my lap at the moment. Oh, so where did she come yeah. from? Well, she came through the door. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's, she's sensible <laughs> like that. But no, she gets, um, she gets sleepy dust in her eyes. And you have to occasionally scrape it off because cats, you know, they've got claws. They can't really scrape it off themselves. Right. And she produces a fair bit to be for a little cat. But <laughs> I don't know how long it would take to build up a... They reckon mm. later on, old Reese at the end says, in that box, there's a man who's been asleep for five years. And when he comes yeah. out, he is one of the Sandmen. Yeah. No human body can produce that amount of dust. No. It's ridiculous. And what, what happened to all the other... Uh, stuff that was being put out by the human body in yeah. five years. Um, no, it, do, it doesn't make sense. And also, 
why would it why would it because it, we see it's dust it's like it's, it looks more like sand than dust but why create the ability to roar mm. to roar why, you've got to have lungs yeah and expel air why create it in the shape of a human yeah <coughs> it's um uh, very but, very silly what is creating it what is the intelligence know. behind it? Well, at, right at the end, um, Reese Shearsmith says that uh, you don't need the pods anymore. Just by watching this video, uh, you will start to turn into sleep. Yeah, it's an dust. electronic virus, isn't it? Yeah, it's all been it, a lie, basically, yeah. to get so, you to watch it. But why is he? Why is he um, doing this? What? Is it the is it the pods themselves have done it? Is the sleepy dust sentient? Is is Reese yeah. one of these creatures? Who's, because he starts disintegrating. Yeah, at the he, end. he rubs his eye and it, it disappears in sand. So he's made himself yeah. look more human than the the other blobby ones. Yes. Yeah. Because at one point in one scene, the doc, they get they're in the room and they're trapped with these uh, sand creatures, and um, the doctor goes, "Oh, they're blind." How does he work that out? Yeah. I don't know. Because they can roar and they can walk about, yet they've got they haven't got real legs or muscles or an infrastructure underneath. So how does he know that they haven't got the ability to to see? Hmm. It's, is, it's, is this all real? Is this an imaginary story? Well, because I, I thought that. Is it it did none of this happen? But then how why would you write in the Doctor and Clara? To get people to watch, I suppose. Yeah. But the the uh, Reece Shearsmith says at the end, um, I, I tried to make the story as exciting as possible to keep you watching. So yeah, did it? Did any of this happen? Is it are yeah. we back to another, you know, another Joe Ninety here where, where none, this you is, can explain yeah. it away because it's a made-up story. Yeah, yeah, because I've seen mention that oh, this is this is very rare that the Doctor doesn't win the villain. The villain wins. It, it harkens back to you know the very beginnings of the show. But if it's not real, if it's all just you know made up, and the Doctor and Clara weren't there, because what actually happens at the end? They get in the TARDIS, and that's the end of they it. They just go, yeah. They, it doesn't really finish. They 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 see the TARDIS, and they go, "We got to get the TARDIS," and then like a load of Saturn men appear. Um, and then uh, the Doctor realises Sonic or whatever does something. So And then they run into the TARDIS and take off, and that's it. And then it cuts almost as if the money ran out and the story ran out, and they said to Reese Shearsmith, say something to camera, just wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, um, just to let you know, uh, this is now a virus, you don't need to go into the pods. Um, you're all infected, and he rubs his eye and goes, uh, I tried to make it exciting, so you carry on watching. Why, do you have to watch for a certain amount of time before you're infected? Mm. What is any of this on? Is Clara still infected? Has she still got a camera That's in a her eye? That's a good point. Has she still got a camera yeah. in her eye? Yeah. yeah. You said he. It, you, you don't warm to him as the doctor. No. He's just so smug when he, yeah. he's like, oh, you're not looking at it. Look, look, what what, what are you missing? What are you missing? Yeah. Just tell them that there's no cameras anywhere. Yeah, I mean, the other doctors had moments of smugness like, you know, uh, Tom Baker and, and Colin Baker. They, they could be smug, but you got the feeling that there was an underlying concern for the people around them. I get nothing with this with Capaldi. It's mm. like he hates what he's doing. 
he hates traveling with people except Clara and you know and or any of the other companions he has no respect for anyone he doesn't really seem to want to help anyone I just yeah it, it makes for a very very unengaging program yeah yeah so uh, yeah I apologize for this one I, I, I honestly I thought oh Reese Shearsmith Matt Gaius oh we're going to be in for a, a good time no we weren't but it's done, isn't it? Yeah, it's out of the way. I mean, Nothing. we haven't really got much else to say, have no, we? No, it's so run-of-the-mill and bland and... And it makes no sense. offensive, yeah. It's just... When he says, you've got no helmet cams, yeah. there are no cameras everywhere, we are seeing things because it's the flecks of sleep dust in the air. Yeah, how do they work? That is transmitting things. How, how does can that they work? Yeah, how can they transmit on frequencies that... Because something's recording this... I can understand yeah. the whole idea. You you do something to someone when they're in the Morpheus box and they become yeah. a, a living camera and transmitter to whatever. You know, I understand that. But the fact that flecks of sleep dust in the air can do that as well—that's yeah. just the, poor. the only way. The only way this would have really worked would be that, and this again, this has been done to death, even in Doctor Who, even in Capaldi's time, is that they're all actually asleep. Yeah, we have it's had this before yep. on one of our you podcasts, know. haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we did the Christmas one with the uh, face huggers. Um, it, uh, Red Dwarf did it with Better Than Life. Where, you know, you could have had it work where the doctor goes, none of this makes sense. Right? And works out, yeah, we're all asleep. But you've done it already. Yeah. It, it does feel like just by the numbers, fill up the time slot with a lot of these new Who ones. What, what I find very strange is that uh, you look up behind the scenes on it, right? Yeah. That um, he was go- Mark was going to write a sequel to this in the following season. Really? Jesus. But he decided to write Empress of Mars instead. Uh, you should have written... Oh, I don't know. You should have written the other one. I don't know. <laughs> that Empress of Mars wasn't great. But I suppose at least it held together as a simplistic story. What the hell was going to be in a sequel then? I have no idea. Reese or one of his other uh, mates. Yeah. I suppose. Well, do you think it's to... um do you think it's purely coincidental that it was written by Mark Gattis and his best mate Reese got the lead role? Must be. Must yeah. be. Yeah. They wouldn't do nepotism like that, would they? No. No. All right. Well, this is a very short episode because we're yes, going to apologies. Is that should we we'll just go off on a tangent and talk about something else. Um well actually, we can talk about something else now. Um so this recent run and, and re-watching New Who has led me to the conclusion that I really don't enjoy New Who. So I'm, I'm, I've come to a really bold choice of I'm getting rid of all my New Who stuff. Mm. And that's not good, is I it? I never that's thought like, you would yeah. say that. I know. I Doctor Who fan all my life, and I, I just can't... I can't see myself ever watching this stuff again. And I went through my... like I got loads of books and stuff, and I thought... I've never once looked at the new Who stuff. You look at it when you get it, and then it goes on the shelf. You never look at it. You never come back and go, oh, actually, I'll reread that, the brilliant book of 2012. So, yeah, it's all going. Yeah. I've, I've took a load to dump already. It's yeah, we were talking about this after Joe <laughs> yeah. 90, weren't we? And yeah. I, I said, and uh, sorry, listener, if you are a fan of new Who, but I, yeah, I, no, I, no. I did say... I can't see it happening, but if uh, BBC on their iPlayer stop showing New Who, yeah. we stop 
covering New Who because there's no yeah. way on earth I'm buying a box set of this stuff. You know? Just to just to watch an episode. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll. I mean, and we've sort of said as well that we're, we're going to give um, fourteen fourteen a good chance, but there's very there's a very good thing. We'll both give up watching mm. watching Doctor Who, New Who. Yeah, I mean, I've always yeah. said, I've always said, you know, be it the podcasting, model making, or anything. If you're not having fun, don't, don't do, it, do yeah. it. You know, yeah. there's not so. enough time to waste on, on just filling your time, is there? Which is what, to me, that's what New Who has rapidly become. It's just quite obviously no one's, no one seems to be doing it for any purpose. It, it's just going through the motions. Yes, yeah, you and know. I don't want us going through no. the motion because we feel obliged <laughs> to do so. So let's see, let's yeah. see. We'll see I, I mean, we might Is be that, wrong. It might, yeah. it, it might be a, 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 a thoroughly enjoyable romp. Yeah, but from all the images I'm seeing, I'm not. I'm not that encouraged. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look like the show I grew up with and and loved. And do you know what? I'm probably wrong to expect it to be because it's aimed at a completely different audience. Yes, yeah, there is that as well. It'd be yeah. like us trying to watch CBBC and going, "Well, this is <laughs> this yeah. is not what I remembered." Yeah. yeah, it's not not aimed at us, so we can't. I, yeah, I we give wanna, you advance yeah. warning, listener, that yeah. Uh, yeah, things might change. Come, you know, 2024. I want right. to talk when I talk about Doctor Who. I want to infuse about it. Yeah, and I want I to look forward yeah. to doing the recording. I want yes, to look forward yeah. to watching it and then recording about it. I don't want it to become a slog. That's what no. we're saying. That's what yeah. we're saying, yeah. yeah. And if yeah. it's a slog for us, I'm presuming it must be a slog for the listener. Well, the feedback yeah. we get, you know... It's still I, good, yeah. I, it's very good. And I've got a feeling the, the majority of our listener uh, share the same views as us. Yes. Uh, predominantly classic Who classic fans who, yeah. who occasionally might dip their toe into New Who and then get put off and 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 run back to classic who and if you are listening to this purely to listen to me and eric rather than the stories and that then thank you very much that's very very nice yes very but but yeah (laughs) i feel you're being shortchanged listener yeah all right well before we wrap things up we got a vote on these sand men so design of the sand men uh i thought rubbish i i I did that weird face thing going on with the big open mouth mm. that looks amazingly like uh, a cheap mask. Um, I get you know what, just just because they're made out of sleepy dust and that that's weird. So interesting. Uh, one. I gave it one and a half. I'm a bit more generous than You're generous, you. Generous, yeah. All right, one point two five for design. And how effective are these roaring? Um, things when you first see them when you hear them roaring then you see them shuffling about i thought oh we might be in for something good here but then it's all downhill from there so for that one scene where they're shuffling in the dark should have kept them in the dark mm. uh i i i'm going for one as well yeah i'm staying at the one yep. as well all right so that is a final tally of 1.125 so that's 1.1 1. 1. that's a bit low in it Right, have we got a 1.1 caravan? Yes, we have. Have we? Oh, really? Yes, and there's two... Is it two... New Who, or is it... No, it's Classic, classic Who. I'll get in there. A New Who has joined two Classic Whos. Wow. We've got the Tractators. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, about the same level, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. and the god-awful swimming pool robot from oh, God, Paradise yeah. Towers. Yeah, I think that's that's about what these are, yeah. Yeah. About as scary. And again, isn't that weird that both of those are shown in absolute harsh studio lights, yeah. not kept in the shadow? And that's the problem with this one as well. Mm-hmm. That, especially that scene where the Doctor goes all oh, there blind and they're they're just extras in baggy suits shuffling about and it's like oh the money's gone isn't it what the hell mm. yeah I, I think that's fair that's a fair place for him okay alright well let's move on yes we'll number 13 13 yeah. un- unlucky for some hopefully it'll be lucky for us well um, unfortunately you know uh Tonight's That's not a good story. Start, is it? No, <laughs> unfortunately, tonight's story. We've had a br- pretty duff run this yeah. turn, yeah, haven't we? Yeah. Um, going through classic Who and and New Who, we've had some right old duffers, right? And I thought, well, if this one next one is a duff one as well, I know who I will choose, right? The okay. name of our next adversary reflects the quality of you know what we've been talking about the last few months oh, okay. okay now i don't think i've seen this story i just looked down the list at images and yeah. the names of creatures and monsters and adversaries in doctor who so the adversary that we're going to talk about next time is called the dregs oh let me think let me think let me think oh is that the is that the one set on the holiday base with the inbetweeners guy Yes. Earth, Earth Orphan 55? Fi- Orphan, Orphan 55. Yes. Yes. Ah, right. Okay. Um, which I can't remember seeing. Have you not? Oh, But I okay. just chose it because, like, we've been talking about the dregs of Doctor Who just recently. Let's yeah. talk about the proper dregs. So the proper that's dregs, the sole yes. reason for us talking about that, all right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have seen it and, and do remember it well. Uh, but I won't say anything to spoil anything. All right. Okay, well, yep, in a week's time then from yes. fr- from hearing join, this. Join us for the dregs of this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, straight after that, we have one of our specials. Specials, yes. You don't Sorry, know about it yet. No, I don't know what it, what it I'll is. I'll tell you about it in a minute when I've, oh, cool. I, we, we've stopped recording, all right? Brilliant. All right. Okay, listener, if you got yes. through to the end here without <laughs> falling asleep, yeah, join us next yeah. time. I don't know if we're going to improve things or what. No, okay. I think we'll have more to certainly more to talk about my my worry is this one is that it's it, i'm sorry it's so short but there literally isn't much to talk about no no it's really if you haven't seen this one well i'd say don't watch it but go go and have a look it's so run of the mill from mark gattis i can't yeah. believe it can't believe He's, it everyone's got to have an off day ain't they and boy did we didn't he didn't, have one yeah yeah all right i hope he got paid well for it that that would at least make me think oh someone got something out of it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, and okay, listener. Yep. Yeah, see you next time nice then. Son. Thanks. Right, then. Right. Bye-bye. Bye bye.